Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Football Betting is Life. We're right on primarily focusing on the USL Championship, but uh, we'll start transitioning a bit into some uh, English Football League betting uh, and some other great European leagues like Ligue 1, Ligue 2, um, La Liga, Segunda, a um, lot of great leagues to, uh, to be betting on going into the fall as European football really opens up. But um, going to be focusing on USL. Going to do something a little bit different this time than usual. Um, the past couple of months have been kind of hit or miss. It's been really, uh, you know, with the first few months of my USL betting, uh, it was pretty consistent, just like every week kind of just ended in the black, right? Even, you know, drop one here or there. Uh, but, you know, at the end on, on Monday morning, I could look back at my week of betting on the USL and it would be in the black. Uh, the past couple months, while there's been a few, uh, a few brilliant weekends, um, there's been some shaky spots as well. And, um, you know, it's important to sports bettors to not get a, to trust your process. I don't want I'm not going to get away from that. Um, but also to make sure that you're taking a step back and looking at the process overall and saying, is there something that I, am I overcomplicating something? Am I reading too much into something else? Um, is there an adjustment that I have to make now that we're in a different part of the season? I think this is something that we as sports bettors kind of forget, um, other than like the postseason, I think sports bettors do kind of forget that while to us every game is just sort of the same, um, that may not be the same, you know, for the arc of a, you know, the arc over uh, of a season for a team or for players or whatever it may be. So, you know, how is anything changing? Is there something to look at? Is there is there trends? Uh, not that you bet trends, but you should let trends inform um, maybe how you uh, how you weigh certain data uh, when you pull out your information and 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 look at the markets. So what I'm going to do this time is I'm not going to look at data. Um, I'm not going to, I mean, for, for the sake of this, for the sake of this preview, I should say, I'm not going to like dig into data. I'm not going to uh, overthink a lot of things. I'm just going to look at a game and I'm going to just sort of, I'm, I'm going to, you know, where I like to, where I like my starting point to be is what is, where does my gut say about this game? And then um, you know, let's and then let's look into the data to see what it says, and then that the data will either take me off the game, it'll help me lean a little bit further, it'll help me uh, hone into which part of the game I want to get into, and I'll explain what I mean by that when I get to a few of these. Um, of course, you should not just you know um, bet good numbers. <laughs> bet based off of information um but you know when you get familiar with this and i think a lot of professional sports bettors that are that really hone in on one league like i do here with usl will tell you you do sort of hit a point where you just sort of pick up on sort of the rhythm um of each week and you sort of get you start to understand these teams and like almost immediately you look at a you can look at a game and be like oh that game's an over. There's a both teams to score right there. Oh, that's a bad. This is going to be a bad spot for them. I can see the. I can see the other team uh, giving them some trouble, right? Um, uh, you know, use all the information you have to make your bets, but it's always good to simplify your starting point, and that's what I'm going to do here. So uh, let's look at the weekend slate, starting with Friday. We're going to start with Friday here, uh, since I missed uh, since I missed recording anything earlier in the week. Uh, okay. 
Tampa Bay Rowdies, Hartford Athletic. Tampa's hosting Hartford here. Um, what do we know about these teams? We know Tampa's a strong team that has been struggling with good form. We know Hartford is a team that's slightly overperforming, but is starting to do that so consistently. I think their floor needs to be raised um, when you know on initial handicap. Uh, and the last time I, uh, last time we saw these two teams play each other, Hartford upset Tampa and blanked them, I think. Um, this is my, my, my first inkling here says both teams to score. Yes. Um, uh, and Hartford to keep it close. Oh, and an over, over. I think the, I think the, the, I think three should probably be the, um, uh, should probably be the total here. Um, no, I think two and a, two and three quarters. I think the an Asian line of uh, 2.75 should be the fair line. Uh, so I would take over two and a half. But I, I mean, I wouldn't take an under anywhere because both of these teams can score. Um, it could get to four goals. I think by the end of this, you, know, you don't want to start messing around with that. But yeah, I think I think the my my gut my, the first thing my gut tells me is both teams will score. Yes, that's that's the play that I'd be looking uh, looking for here. Uh, Charleston Battery hosting Loudon United. The last time we saw these two teams in Loudon, I believe we saw like an eight goal game, um, and I don't think much changes here. Um, so. Uh, not that they're going to get to eight, but I think they can easily get to three or four. So, uh, you know, I, I think the, um, I think the first look here would be an over, over two and a half, over three, even I would take the over all the way up to three. Um, I don't think I'm taking a side. I don't think I'm taking both teams. To well, I would take both teams to score actually. Yes, I would take both teams to score, uh, at the right price. So. Um, yeah, I think both teams will score and over. No side, though. Um, as we saw in the last, uh, the, both these teams seem to let the other team score. So uh, we're not, I'm not going to bother with a side here. Uh, Sporty Kansas City 2 hosting Atlanta United 2. Uh, talk about two teams that are in the bottom quarter of the standings. Both of these teams are really good for a both teams to score um, play when against a good team. The market sometimes tells both tells um, tells us that because they're playing a good team, that means they won't be able to score, and we get shorter odds in the both teams to score. But both of these teams can manage to find the back of the net, um, the, no matter who they're playing against. Um, I mean, I don't think you know, maybe not the. El Pasos and Phoenixes of the world, but I mean, both of these teams have scored on Lou City. Both of these teams have scored um, on. Um, oh, I can't think of the other. I think uh, Tampa's is a game that both of these teams have scored on. But uh, I would take both teams to score here. I think it might that might probably would be too steep if the market prices it right. But um, both teams to score for sure. I don't think I like a side. I don't think I really care for a total. I could see this being a 1-1 draw. I could also see it being a 3-4 win on the, or a 4-3 win for either side. So, but both teams to score is my gut there. Let me say both teams to score. That's really, I mean, that's, that's where, that's where I'm putting my focus in, in the, in the USL right now, because, um, we're seeing, at first I thought it, we were going to lose this market because just a couple of weeks ago, they were like super steep. They're like minus 170, minus 200. And I was like, never mind, these aren't going to be battleable anymore. And those were for games that I thought had like a mild chance that both teams would score. Um, 
And then just just in recent weeks, they've shortened odds uh, quite a bit, and it's become very bettable for for situations where I think there's a good chance that both teams are going to find the back of the net. Oakland Roots are going to host LA Galaxy 2. Oakland Roots failed to score again against Sacramento. Um, although they, they controlled the game. I mean, it's their, I mean, I was, I, I had them not to score and I was, I was sweating the whole match. I was certain I was going to lose that bet. Um, I, Oakland looks like they're on the cusp of finally getting into a groove, finally in the middle of the season here, both in scoring and in, I mean, they seem to compete, but they just can't, they just can't score. Um, I don't like either side. I don't. You know what? I think I would take Oakland Roots plus one and a half. So Oakland Roots on a goal line because I do think that LA Galaxy lacks enough that Oakland can finally find uh, some scoring. I mean, they put they put some brilliant crosses right in front of goal. There just wasn't anybody there to tap it in. Um, I don't think I could. I don't think I could find myself taking a side. I don't want to fade Oakland anymore on the money line. I probably will. Not in this game, but in any time they're playing someone in the middle of the table or higher, I'm still going to take them to not score until they prove me otherwise. Their goal against Tacoma was, a bit, was I mean, they, they got a free kick at the top of the box, and the guy who kicked it, I mean, beautifully bent it. Something that you don't, I don't think I could see. You know, it's not something you could really replicate. It was, uh, if, if he could do that more consistently, he wouldn't play in the USL. Um, so I think, uh, I'm still going to fade Oakland on scoring, but not in this game. So I don't think there is a bet to make in this game. Honestly, maybe over that's probably no, no. I, Cause I think if you take the over, you're expecting LA galaxy to win and Oakland can hold people, maybe the under, I mean, there might be a reason to take the under here because Oakland's str- still struggling to score. LA galaxy two might not score as easily against an Oakland defense that seems to hold the ball. That's the one thing that's being underrated about Oakland. They possess pretty well. They just don't know how to get the, they just can't do anything in the attacking third. Um, this is probably a stay away. Now that I've gone on both sides and make, uh, it, since I can make a case for just about every bet available in the market, I think that means there's really no bet to make here. Uh, so we're, I'm probably going to skip that game. ND11 hosting OKC Energy. Uh, this is another both teams to score. Indy 11 is not good enough, I don't think, to hold OKC's energy, OKC energy to zero goals. Indy 11 is good enough to get a goal against OKC energy. Now that both teams will score, um, my gut tells me an under, but I don't think it'll be good enough to bet. I wouldn't want to take under two and a half. I would want under, I would want the Asian line at 2.75 or at three, but I don't, it would be dumb for it to open that high, so... Um, both teams with score is probably where I'm going here. Charlotte Independence hosting Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Um, this is a game that I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to try to not let myself bet this game because it's another one where I can make a case for just about any, any aspect. If, if either team is disrespected enough on the money line, I might, uh, feel an obligation to bet it. But I mean, to be completely honest, I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte's defense is good enough, uh, even though they gave up two against New York. Def- their defense is good enough to hold Pittsburgh to just one here, and if Charlotte can get a couple, I mean, they could definitely win this game. Pittsburgh is, um, you know, in really good form. Um, I don't want to take both teams to score, though, because both of these teams are, are defensively minded and can hold the other team to 
um, to a blink. So uh, I don't know if there's my gut tells me to read the market, right? Like that's um, and that's what I do anyways. But, um, you know, handicapping and I've mentioned this in prior episodes when I handicap a, a soccer match, I want to determine what the easy bet, look what the automatic bets are, right? So when I say, look, I'm looking for both teams to score, that usually means if it's minus 150 or less, I'm, I'm taking it for most games. Some games I want a little bit shorter odds if I think it's, I think it's, um, uh, if it needs to be. But, um, you know, if I'm like, oh, I like this side on the money line, that usually means that, like, if it's at plus money, I'm betting it. Um, so when when I say there when I say no bet for me that doesn't mean I'm going to ignore any value that ends up opening on the market or closing on the market for that matter, as we've seen in the USL, Colorado Springs and Memphis was a really great example of how that that line opened Colorado Springs opened at plus one seventy eight. I thought that was going to be the top of the market. I better right away. It got as high as plus two eighty, uh, which was ridiculous. And then it ended up closing I think closer to two to one. Um, so and that's that's a case where like uh, even if I don't like the open, if something if something like that were to happen, where all this money comes on one side and it kind of disrespects the other side, well, I'm gonna take the top of the market on the other side when I can. Um, but when it comes to this pre pre market handicapping, I'm trying to make it easy for myself to just open up my odds or open up my outs and be like, there's there's the number I was looking for. That's there's the bet I was hoping for. Blah blah blah. If if they aren't there, I sort of let the you know I re I look into the market, I re look I look at the data again to make sure that I understand the game the way that I think I do. Um, you know I look and I look for situational stuff, but um, yeah that, that that's the point of uh, I'm not holding myself to yes and no bets. I'm preparing myself for easy decisions when the lines open. Uh, New York Red Bulls two hosting San Antonio. Give me both teams to score. New York Red Bulls have proven that they can score. The two teams, the two teams are interesting. None of them are really all that good. Uh, New York Red Bulls two, LA Galaxy two, to, uh, Tacoma is technically Sounders two, Atlanta United two. I mean, all these teams are in the bottom half, bottom third almost of uh, of the standings. None of them are really all that good, uh, but they can score. I mean, they can. Uh, Tacoma is probably a little more defensively minded, but they can, they can, uh, they can hold their own, I think. Um, and, and the rest of them have shown that they can, they can score against some of the best of them. Um, which like I mentioned at the top makes for really interesting both teams to score because the market's like, well, Hey, this, this team that isn't as good is playing a team that's much better than them. It's probably less likely that both teams are going to score. I don't think that's the case. I just... I actually think when you when you get a team like Lou City who easily can uh, score three on someone, I think that opens the back door even more so because, look, of course no one wants to concede goals, but if you're up three nil, yeah, I don't know, maybe you don't, maybe you don't challenge as as uh, as hard as you would because you don't want to get a card or anything like that, and it ends up being a goal. Now it's three one. You're still up two goals. Uh, but the both teams have scored just cash, making myself and everybody else happy. So, uh, looking here, San Antonio is probably the team. Uh, I don't think I would bet a side in this. I mean, if San Antonio didn't wasn't uh, wasn't the favorite, maybe I would, or wasn't as obviously the favorite, I would take them because I think ultimately they win this. But uh, both teams to score again is uh, is 
um, the market I'm looking at here. Louisville City hosting Tulsa. Uh, Tulsa's good enough to score, but I prefer to back them. I prefer to rely on them at home to score. I think this one's over. If, if I can get over anything under th a flat three, I would take the over on Louisville City versus FC Tulsa. That's what my gut's telling me. I see 2-1, 3-0. I see that sort of being um, where, this, where this game goes. Um, I wouldn't, I, I'm not feeling both teams to score. I'm not feeling, I, I don't think there's going to be a, a line price well enough to take either side. So, uh, um, RGV Toros hosting Colorado Springs switchbacks. This is a game I think where RGV gets crap. So if the Memphis line was any indication, it's that the market still doesn't view Colorado Springs to be, a favorite against other teams that are either stronger or in better form than them. And RGV is another one of those types of matches. So I think Colorado Springs may be a money line. I, I'm anticipating them to be a money line play again this week because of that. Um, I don't think I would be able to take both teams to score because RGV can really slow the game down. Um, and that could mean that they possess enough to uh, either <laughs> – they're not potent enough for me to think that they're going to score easily or quickly. Um, so I don't think I'm going to lean on, on BTTS. Uh, and I don't think – I think the only play really here that I could anticipate is Colorado Springs – um, on the money line, if they if they're mar if they're priced sort of the same way that Memphis would be, because RGV's undoubtedly better than Memphis, so you would hope the market would would reflect that. But we'll uh, we'll see. But that's the way that I'm looking there. Memphis is hosting Birmingham Legion. Oh man, that is a I don't I don't have an opinion on that game. My gut my gut tells me don't my gut tells me I won't have a bet on this game. And I, I think uh, I can't imagine I will, unless Birmingham maybe gets disrespected by the market. Um, I can't see myself um, betting that game. Uh, Austin Bold hosting Miami FC. This is going to be uh, a both teams to score market. Austin's defense and their low scoring affairs are probably going to lead to the market opening in a way where both teams to score yes is going to be shorter. Um, but Austin can definitely score on Miami, and as we saw with Miami's last 3-2 win, um, they can definitely score, uh, even against, um, even against um, uh, defensively-minded teams. Uh, and I think Miami would be the bet if they were the underdog here, but I don't think they, I don't think they should be, but we'll see what the, how the market likes, uh, feels about them. New Mexico United hosting El Paso Locomotive. There's an under. Under two and a half, but it won't be two and a half. If it opens two and a half, bet the under because it's not going to stay there very long. It'll it'll go down to uh, 2.25 um, on the Asian line pretty quickly. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this closes two um, on the total. Uh, both teams to score, no, would be good if it was plus money, but I don't think it will be. Um, under two and a half if it opens that or higher um, and bet it quickly because it won't, it won't stay. Phoenix Rising hosting Orange County. Um, I don't think that this is a both teams to score match. Phoenix Rising can hold the ball long enough uh, in possession to give Orange County less opportunities. Uh, Phoenix Rising at home is amazing. 
I don't think the market would be dumb enough to make Phoenix bettable on the money line, and I couldn't reasonably take Orange County on the money line, knowing that Phoenix is a, a monster at home. Over is probably the only way to really think, but that's even tricky because Orange County's defense doesn't suck. So this is a game where I think um, after when the market opens and taking a little bit more reflection into what the information is telling me, maybe there's a play on one side or the other. Um, maybe if Phoenix is so chalky where you're that you're catching maybe a, a half a goal or even a goal with Orange County, but I can't, it, the only reason why I think it might open that steep is because Phoenix at home is pretty amazing. Uh, and I can see odds makers trying to lean in on that already. Get the action. I mean, if I was if I was a bookmaker, I would want opening bets to come in on Orange County, knowing that they may not cash. Right? Like that's that's how I would I would, I would give my the bias on the chalk to Phoenix, knowing that that was probably the right side. Anyways, uh, make it even a little bit more chalky so people start coming out on Orange County. Okay, maybe they get the better of the number there, but those bets are probably going to be sweats. Anyways, um, yeah, that's that's a tough one to bet. San Diego Loyal hosting Tacoma Defiance. Last time we saw these two games, Tacoma upsets San Diego. We're now in Southern California rather than the Pacific Northwest. Tacoma is not as strong um, on the road as they are at home. But San Diego, despite not scoring their last game, is is a strong BTTS play. Uh, I think Tacoma's good enough to get a goal again here. San Diego at home should get another goal against Tacoma. I like both teams to score here. I might even like the under uh, if it opens on the north side of 2.5 because I can definitely see this game slowing down a little bit and seeing uh, a 1-1 situation. But unders, man, like, unders in the USL are one of those things where, like, oh, this looks like an unders play, and then, like, there's three goals in the first half, and you're like, what happened? What, what space and time are now a mystery to me, because I don't understand how that was even possible. Um, so be, <laughs> be careful with your unders plays, because they'll make you feel dumb really quickly, but, um, look, there's still games where people don't, there's still games where teams don't score, there's still games where, uh, where the goals are two or less, it's just a matter of, um, can you actually handicap that? Is that predictive or is that, um, is that not happening? A good, ex- so, um, to peel back the curtain a little bit on, on my betting, I, one of my favorite bets to make during European soccer is, uh, is, um, team total unders because the, this, the market truly undervalues the, I guess I say it overvalues the likelihood that a team's going to score. Um, not necessarily in, in, in single game scenarios, but if you just like look over the course of, um, uh, over a season, I mean, there's even spots where like, yeah, Bayern Munich, you know, five to one to not score actually in a spot where they're playing, uh, their fourth game in like, you know, nine days, uh, they don't have legs. They don't, you know, they're playing a defensively minded team. Yeah. There's a chance. And I've hit bets like that before. Um, the USL, admittedly, has been extremely difficult in that market. I have not gotten gotten that mark to the point where I don't even really even bet it. Other than Oakland, I still bet Oakland not to score, uh, but I don't bet any other team not to score because I just I've 
I just don't feel like it's as predictive as enough, right? I look, I'm looking at XG, I'm looking at expected goals uh, against, I'm looking at form, I'm looking at um, you know their their schedule. It's like, okay, these guys got tired legs, they're playing up against people who have fresh legs. Their expected goals are down, and their expected goals against on the other side is really good. This should be a game where that they they'd be lucky to get one goal, and then like that team ends up winning two, 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 one, right? They end up getting two goals, and it's like, well, I feel kind of silly now. Um, so taking anything under taking, I guess, just uh, betting on the lack of human achievement in the USL is actually pretty tricky. Um, which is why I think both teams will score yes has become much more of a focal point for me because uh, it's really easy to make a case that one team can score. And so your both teams to score um, bet is essentially saying, no, I think the team that you don't think – you're telling the market on the both teams to score yes. I think the team that you don't think is, like, is likely to score here will get, a, will get that goal. Uh, and I and uh, if you're lucky, um, and it, it happens a lot of times, that underdog team will get that first goal. They'll find one to sneak it in, and then you're like, okay, well now I just need a team who's who's objectively better to come back and get one in. Doesn't always happen, but um, you know those are the spots you want to be in. So looping that all the way back around to San Diego Loyal hosting Tacoma Defiance, uh, this is a underish look, I think. Um, San Diego, um, for as good as they are, I think Tacoma, I think Tacoma is gonna slow down that pace. But again, you need to be careful with unders. Um, man, now that I think about, it, I can make a case for over two and a half as well. So I'm probably gonna stay off the total. I'm probably gonna stay off the side unless Tacoma gets too disrespected here. I would take Tacoma plus uh, a full goal or better. I would not take them plus the half. Um, but I would take them plus a full goal here, and I would look at both teams to score, yes. Uh, last match of the weekend, Sacramento Republic hosting Las Vegas Lights. Um, man, I want to say both teams to score, but Sacramento, um, depend, I would... I would need to see. I forgot what their names are. Tucker Bone and then like Kissfeder or something like that. Uh, the two two players that were not in the lineup for Sacramento last night in their nil nil draw um, against Oakland. I would have to see that they are in fact in the lineup. If they're in the lineup, I'm taking both teams to score. Vegas can score. Sacramento can score when those two players are definitely in the lineup. If those players aren't in the lineup, I'm probably just staying away from this game. Who knows what happens in that scenario? Not that a team is any one player or any two players, but Sacramento, def- I mean, Tucker Bone especially, like a lot of times scoring results go through him um, or they involve him. Uh, same with Kissvetter, I think his name is. Um, the other, uh, the other f- uh, or I should say a forward for Sacramento. Another player who like gets you know a lot of touches on ball, especially in scoring scenarios. So... Uh, I would need to see that both of those players are in. If they are, I'm taking both teams to score because both teams will be able to. But uh, if not, I'm probably staying away. Okay, this was uh, look at it. We're almost we're we're well past 25 minute mark. Um, did things a little bit differently here to sort of simplify the way that I'm thinking about games going into the market. Um, and let me tell you, when I uh, so here's so I, I guess I should open up so. The Friday matches are available right now. And um, yesterday, before the, the markets were open, I did the same exact exercise that I just did for the whole weekend just for the Friday matches. I was like, okay, what do I like? 
Um, I looked at Hartford, Tampa Bay, and as I mentioned at the top, I was like, I, I immediately was like, oh, that's that's both teams to score. That's where I'm going to be looking at. And I've already bet it. I have bet, uh, I have bet uh, both teams to score. I took it at minus 129. I think it should be closer to like minus 145, minus 150. I think there's at least a 65 to 70% chance that both of these teams find the back of the net. Um, Minus one twenty nine may not be available anymore, so I apologize uh, if uh, if that line's already moved. Um, but you know, it was like okay, I saw it and I was like, boom, that's it. That that that's a bet I know I wanted to make when I saw that line. Um, that's not to say it's the only bet I'll make. That's not to say that that's not the extent of. I'm not done looking at that game, right? Um, anybody who follows me on Twitter at either football, uh, football, F-U-T-B-O-L, that is life or at the better life, or if you even just happen to know me in real life, you know that I am a high volume soccer better. Um, I prefer to, um, have a, uh, wide breadth of, um, of plays so that way, uh, it, it can cushion variance uh, a little bit more. Um, and it helps me really exercise the same principles in every game over and over and over. It's almost like sharpening steel. Um, but yes, I, I have already bet that. Um, and I don't think I've bet anything in, um, oh no, I have, I bet the over, um, over two and three quarters on Loud United in Charleston. That also came out. And again, I, I knew that's what I wanted. So when I saw it open, I was like, nope, I got what I wanted. Bet it. That may, that may or may not be the only bet that I make for that, but I've gotten the line that I was prepared to get. Uh, I've made the bet that I was prepared to get, um, but I will still take the time to look into this to see if, if I've missed anything, if anything else looks a little bit off. As lines move, hey, is that a warranted line movement? How do I feel about that? Stuff like that. So, oh, okay, I'm done talking. Thank you so much for listening. Um, good luck with all your bets this weekend. Uh, we'll come back uh, early next week, talk more USL. Um, and then hopefully in not too long, um, I'll get a little bit into EFL, uh, as well and how I'm probably going to fade Ipswich Town until they, uh, until they win a game. Okay. Talk to you, uh, next week.